Hello, this episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by the Scratchy Towel Corporation. Kristen, these towels are really scratchy. Shut the f*** up! Ah! Ah! Shut up! Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Larry De- I mean, I'm, I'm Kristen Kissed. <laughs> And we're the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison, Prison Dead. Dead. Where the towels are always scratchy. Nah. Prison <laughs> Dead is now an officially a six-book series. Woo! Book six will be out by the time we post this. So yeah. we are very proud of book six. And you know what? In a couple weeks, we are going to have a whole podcast dedicated to book six. Mm-hmm. But for now, this is episode 98 of Woo! Silly Talks About Science Fiction. been with us for quite a while, and we've been having fun. How cool is that? And this awesome. week, we're here to um, kick some ass, because we just watched Stranger Things 2. I love how they don't call it season 2, they call it 2. We just watched Stranger Things 2, and you know what? We loved every second of every episode. Dude, it was incredible. Now, we were both born in the late 70s. Right. I was born in 1979. And, and I was yeah. born at some time yeah. in the late 70s. <laughs> A lady never reveals her age, no. is what I was getting at when I was going, shh! Don't say anything! Apparently I'm a zillennial. There's like this oh, mid-market thing between like, I've seen all these different things about and millennials called zillennials. Yeah, we, I play the xylophone. <sighs> I don't know. So we spent, you know, the first... We lived through the entire 80s from start to finish. Right. Now so granted, we were, I was born in November of 79. Still counts! Still counts. And I was born in October in the winter of our discontent, so <laughs> it was a long time ago, and there's no problems. Nobody was wearing pill bottoms. So a lot of these reviews that I've seen, and I've looked up the authors, most of them were not alive through the 80s. Right. Now, the ones that were have gripes of, like, and they're, like, the uber, uber technical people, like, oh, well, that car wasn't around in 1984. Listen here, fuckface. There's Either monsters. Who can? <laughs> <laughs> There's a freaking gate to an alternate dimension, let alone all sorts of other garbage going on. Like, quit your yammering that you're 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 worried that stuff doesn't exist that is out of time. Right? To be honest with you, I don't really notice that much about cars, except that they're cars. So when people are like, "It was like a 1985 Dodge." Hardwire. I'm like, cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, That's to not consumers, even a car. there's not even a car named Dodge Hardwire. <laughs> no one cares. It's a car. Well, you give me four wine. wheels and doors <laughs> on it, and it drives places. That's but you know what? I don't care. You won't notice a car, <laughs> but you would notice fashion. I would. So for fashion, 1984. How did you feel the fashion lines up for 1984? I think they nailed it. It Do you looks think like so? yeah, it looks like the outfits that kids were wearing when I was a little kid and looking up to people being cool, um, especially Eleven's outfit at the snowball, complete eighties fashion, a hundred percent. I didn't see anything that was out of place people in terms are of the clothes. It was dead on. That the fashion was from the later eighties, eighty six, eighty seven, then eighty four. They're saying that in 84, it was still kind of still a little bit 70s. And you know what I say to you? Suck it. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That's how kids looked when I was looking up to little kids. So we're going to talk about four main gripes that we found online that people are complaining about. And we're going to yeah. debunk them all. Besides the ones that we just covered, which is fashion and cars, which suck it. 
is my only response to people that are crabbing because about those things. It was it was great. Okay, so the first thing is the additional of new characters. Now, anytime you add new characters, someone's going to complain. Hey, someone complained about Lando, you know, back in the eighties, you know, with Empire. People First off, just, like, you know, there's always going to be the people that want their comfort zone. They yeah. want to know what to expect. Uh-huh. They want to know that everything's going to be the same. Uh-huh. But you know what? Life is change, bitches. <laughs> so nut up. All right, so let's talk about three main characters. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. I'm laughing. Uh, like, yeah, you're funny. You're my best friend. So Billy is the first new character we want to talk about. And I'll admit. He's a douche. But he's supposed to be a douche. Right. You have to have an antagonist. You have to have the 80s douche. Like, yeah, they were trying to show you all of the archetypes, and you have to have a bad guy. Like, last season, there was one Demigorgon, so that was, like, the bad guy. And then there was, like, Papa, who was the other bad guy. Well, guess what? Those two are dead, so you have to have another bad guy, you know? And there's other bad creatures. For realsies. But you need, like, a bad guy. So they put him in here to be the bad guy, and Mm -hmm. he was... He was the antagonist, and he was antagonizing his sister, yeah. and eventually Steve, and uh-huh. he was just a big jerky douche with a mullet and a six-pack who got the crap beaten out of him by his dad, probably, but oh, totally. acted like a douche Maybe about he even it. got his, like, you know... Oh, my. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a... a, a on. What is this? Uh, what kind of motion Child molester motion. I'm making, like, a... Oh, creepy. Uh, you know... Ball... Ball sack. Ball, um, Scratching ball, motion. Ball... Ball tickling, tickling, tussling. Uh, a ball tussling. Listen, his dad He's been to the ball tussler. His dad had issues, and he probably had issues, because he was, like, he was, like, checking himself out in the mirror, kind of like that guy from Silence of the Lambs. Like, <laughs> would you have me? Yeah, I would have me. I would have me. Hey, so... I was like, um, okay, buddy. You know, Billy, Billy had those, those problems right there, you know, he obviously was in love with his mullet. I loved, I loved the, like, um... Like the sports things with him, where he was like Duncan, and like he was like the all star athlete, and he was like molded out and like you know all like eighties medaled up. Yeah, he was he was like trying to be the alpha male to the nth degree. Yeah. Probably as a foil to how much his dad made him feel like he wasn't a man, because mm-hmm. like his dad called him a homo or whatever. Yeah. So like he's oh, yeah. probably like totally railing yeah. against that. I mean, yeah. the dude had issues, yeah. but I didn't like him. I thought he was a great character because you have to have a bad guy, and he was a really good bad guy. Yeah, but you know he's not likable. He's purposefully not likable, except right. by the Wheelers ridiculous mom who that was, was like hysterical doing mom masturbation in yeah. the tub with her she was rubbing one out to her like yeah the 80s version of those, like supermarket <laughs> supermarket love it lust at sea or whatever yeah, the hell that shit crap is with yeah. the candles going and the calgon taking yeah. her away uh-huh. you know? mm. they should have had the box of calgon that would have really like, sealed the deal, <laughs> sealed the deal? <laughs> yeah that was like 80s mom style <laughs> But dude, Mr. Wheeler is a turd. <laughs> Every time he was, like, the doorbell would ring or, like, the phone would ring, like, he couldn't even get off his lazy butt to answer it. He acted like he was deaf. Like, what's wrong with what? this, bro? Yo, yo, but, like, we grew up in the 80s. Did your dad ever get the door? No. My dad never got the door. Hey, my dad is, my dad's awesome, all right? Your dad's awesome. My your dad's, dad's awesome, awesome. But let's face it, mom... Mo Mom and Andrea, a, they got the door. They had they a got the door. Mom, yeah. And then the Calgon had to take them away <laughs> later on that night. Yo, like right now, like if the doorbell rings, like Angie and I do paper, rock, scissors to figure out which neighbor it is. 
You know, like... When the door rings at my house, I'm like, I wasn't expecting anyone, so I'm going to ignore nope. that. Nope. <laughs> Your dogs are freaking out, and you're just, they like, do. on the couch, like, like, playing Candy Crush, and you're like, nope. It's not nope. answering. Because I watch a lot of ID Discovery. <laughs> That's how it happens. A single woman living alone. <laughs> if you're not expecting someone at your door, you don't need to answer it. They'll figure it out some other way. Meanwhile, on the other side of the door, it's Jeff with, like, a giant box of chocolate. No, you tell me when you're coming over. I do. And if it was Ian and Aaron, they usually text first to do say, they? like, hey, I need something. Okay. Yes. Nobody oh. else knocks on my door. And if they do, they're not getting an answer. So <laughs> you just know that right now, aliens and Publisher serial killers. I won't answer. <laughs> so, Billy's a jerk, but you know what? He's an 80s jerk, and yeah, I respect that. 80s jerk! Moving on, let's talk about an awesome new addition to the ca- the crew, Mad Max. Mad Max is Maxine, a rad girl. Yeah, she is a great, uh, you know, like, 80s, like, tomboy. Yeah, she's so cool. I love that she's a tomboy. She, like, doesn't care. She's got this beautiful long red hair. She skateboards. She's tough. She plays video games. Yeah. And love she's, like, girl. she's, like, all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when she's, when she's your friend, when she trusts you and she wants to be your friend, she's all in. She's all heart. And I I love Max. I thought she was such a cool addition to the cast. I loved the situations that it created with Mike sort of having to face how he really feels about Eleven. And with Dustin and Lucas having to face the fact that they're preteens now. And they're kind of attracted to girls. But, but they only want to be with girls that understand them. And Max would. And I love when she was like vulnerable. When she had that conversation with Lucas on top of the van and the, and the dump, I guess. No, she puts She's across so that great. tough... Exterior, but on the inside, she's she's girl. hurting. She's yeah, she's hurting because she comes from you know she's got like you know, wait, do we know if that's her mom and dad that's or if that's just her, her mom? mom? But her right. dad was yes. in California. Exactly. They moved away. Yeah, they she moved here. Have her dad anymore, so that's it's her right. stepdad and the doucher Billy is her step brother. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I thought it was. I just I had like a uh, brain fart um, for a second. But she's so, so pretty. But like she doesn't wear makeup. She's so lovely in her own way and i love that she's so brave like she wants to be part of the crew and like as soon as she walked in they all knew she was going to be part of the crew you know yeah because she's party party i keep saying crew they're not our character they're not our prison characters (laughs) wait what do they call it the party do they call it the party yeah Yeah, they call it the party yeah 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 yeah, like i get it yeah Mm -hmm. and she calls herself the zoomer and mike's like there's no zoomer but like she is you know she's on her skateboard she can drive a car she's like all in bricks at the bottom that's so funny because when i met Anne, just what i always joked about how she'd drive a car because she's so short (laughs) (laughs) you're never gonna listen to this um yes she will she'll be like no she won't (laughs) she doesn't have a community anymore oh that's true yeah (laughs) <laughs> mm, we'll talk about that on another podcast. All right, but so- Max is dope. I, I, I'm sorry, but I didn't think she took anything away from the show. So for people that are crabbing that they don't want new characters, suck it. <laughs> so, in line with some of the complaints about adding the character of Max to the party, though, what I loved was, and you alluded to this a little bit in your description, though, was how Mike didn't want to add somebody to the party. Right. And it's so funny because Mike was... Mike's, like, analysis of Max is kind of, like, what these crabs are saying online about Max. How could you not like this girl? Max is a girl that I would be swooned for in 1980. Well, probably 84. I was too young. But, like, 87? Yeah. 88? I would have wanted to be her friend. Yeah. 
You know, and what I love I'm about Max... I'm friends with girls like that, but that was, like, the 90s, when though. When Max, like, finds out about Eleven, and then she says to, like, Lucas, like, hey, I want to meet that girl. Like, I hope I get to meet her, because when Mike talks about her, like, I can see, like, she's got to be so cool. And I love that. Like, yeah. she's so... She's such a cool girl, because she's four other girls. She's mm-hmm. not jealous or angry. No. She's like, I want to be friends with people that yeah. are cool like me, and that could be girls or boys. Uh-huh. Like, Max is dope, man. And Mike wasn't even really warming up to Max that much when they were in the gym when Eleven saw them. Oh no, he was a little bit, but he loved Eleven so much, and she was so she was so broken because she was so isolated from everybody because Hopper was trying to keep her safe. Yeah, so we're but, gonna get to this yeah. in another in a, in in one of the so other her, questions that we're talking her about. Jealousy and sadness was amped up to the nth degree because if she would have been able to talk to Mike, she wouldn't have been afraid of. Okay, let's Max. talk about splitting the group up as our second topic, but. The third part, let's talk about Bob. What about Bob? You know, I so. freaking loved him. So when I was watching interviews like after the show... Which I didn't watch, by the way. They're I great. Completely, like, you should totally watch them, because yeah. I only saw the first two, and then I got tired and I had to go to bed, because I have to work, people. Because it was probably, like, what, one Like, it was one o'clock. <laughs> I, do, I do have a full-time job. I know it seems like I just do podcasts all the time, <laughs> but it's not true. Um, but anyway, look, Sean Austin is so... Awesome. I loved him as Samwise. I loved him in the Goonies. I've loved him always. And he was so adorable and lovely as Bob the Brain. Like, they wanted to make it a smaller part, and they wanted to make him kind of a bad guy and a douche. But when Sean came and, and like, applied for the position and did his, like, audition, they were like, oh my god, we have to put him in this, and we can't make him a bad guy, because it's you know, it's Samwise. Like, you can't make him a bad guy. My dog's named after him. Come on. So they made him, like, a bigger character yeah. and made him a really good guy that, right. you know, is a little goofy and a little lost, but, like, has a huge heart and, and moved the story forward and was way more involved. Loved him. Couldn't have imagined this season without him because he was so delightful as Joyce's, like, sweet, caring boyfriend, which she's never had. She's always had, like, Douches. jerk-offs that, yeah. like, her husband was a jerk off. For realsies. Hopper's her friend, but not really there for her. Not and yet. Her Sharon th- smokes. Maybe someday. That's yeah. always like, you know, the, the first thing. I know. You take the girl the to 80 is start. feed the ducks, and then you uh, share some smokes. And then next thing you know, oh my goodness. Right in the back of the trans Am. Holding hands in your hoodies <laughs> later on. That's, that's the 80s, babies. Holding, holding hands in the hoodies. That's a good one. Yeah. Haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> that's happening. But um, but I loved I loved him. I thought he was adorable. I loved that he was trying to like forge relationships with, um, her kids with Jonathan and Will, and I think he was you know he had a relationship with Will that was really sweet and charming, yes. and he was very caring of Joyce. He was I loved that he was like so excited that he had a chance to be with her when he felt like the nerdy guy in high school, and she was obviously like the beautiful popular girl, yeah. even though like her life didn't work out the way she wanted it mm-hmm. to. Like. Everybody deserves to have that kind of, like, love where somebody really just appreciates you so much after you've been through so much crap. And she loved him, too, because he, like, made her feel safe and cared for. And I I just thought he was absolutely lovely. And then I loved, like, after he dies that the kids were talking about how he started the AV club. Yeah, that's really cool, too. That was so neat. Like, it was, the whole thing was really cool. The other thing with Bob, too, is there's some gripes online that I've seen about how he could hack a government computer. Listen. It's basic. All computers ran on basic. It was the same thing. 
it was the 80s. Like, there was no hacking going on. It was, it, it was just basic. That's all it was. Yeah, so for, yeah, anyone that was crabbing about that, if you grew up when we grew up, we had a Commodore 64 <laughs> in my house, okay? Like, you had to know how to, like, type in code to, like, have a paper come out that made any goddamn sense. And people that were really good at computers, there weren't that many of them, okay? There really weren't. And yes, they might have worked at Radio Shack, because when we were kids, Radio Shack was cool. Yeah, Radio Shack Not was bankrupt the- like it is now. <laughs> I almost said, like, Radio Shack was the Best Buy, but Best Buy really sucks. You've been doing Best Buy lately? Best Buy sucks now. Best Buy was cool when we were younger. Yo, Best Buy was awesome when like, we were younger. this is... There's been a huge change in the world yeah. that people are not entirely Dude, aware of. we could get CDs for 10 bucks at Best Buy. It was amazing. Amazing! It was like, I know. 10 bucks? Now all you little millennial MFers buy your stuff on iTunes or whatever the heck. You don't know what uh, it's like to buy an album. Hey. I'm just saying. I might have... Purchase music. I buy my music through Amazon though. But I Amazon buy music on iTunes, Empire, but anyway. I also anyway. know what it's like. Look, bottom you like line, the CD, the CD art, whatever. Blah. Bottom. Well, I like the idea that the artist too. creates the album that you're supposed to enjoy the album, not just individual. I'm running songs. out of space in my house. Fine, fine, fine. But anyway, you didn't used to have a choice, is what I'm trying to tell you, youngsters that don't appreciate this stuff. <laughs> you didn't used to have a choice. You used to have to buy the whole album. It was a record album, and it was huge, and it took up all the space in your bookshelf. Ooh, can you say "Get off my lawn"? Can you just get say off it? my lawn? There you we brats. go. All right, all right, the, all right, all right. Shut the f- up! I'm on the phone. <laughs> Moving on. Was a scratchy there. Let's no, talk. Anyway. Let's talk about splitting the group up, okay? It wouldn't have so, been unreasonable to work at Radio Shack. Is what yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so splitting the group up. Right. Here's the people the, are very snatchy. People that. are snatchy that Eleven wasn't with the boys the whole time. Hey, listen. Hopper was trying to keep her safe. He was trying to keep her hidden so the government jerks wouldn't come after her. He was afraid for her safety, and it was a good dramatic plot device to to like allow the characters to miss each other so like yes i miss seeing them together too when i was watching it but it made sense and it made me feel so sad for 11 because she was so isolated yes you know and i think she's been so isolated her whole whole life. life yeah and that's her greatest fear and everybody knows that what you fear most always comes back to you in life like that's how life works Yes, it sucks, but that's life. So she was put back in a situation where she was super isolated again, but she knew what it was like to have friends, and she was wanting so much to get back to them, and they were wanting so much to see her again, especially Mike, that it set it up for, like, a really lovely, dramatic ending. Yeah. And gave her a chance to grow as a person. Because she wasn't relying on her friends to teach her who she should be. She had to figure it out for herself, and she had to go out and figure out who she had been, where she came from, which if she had been insulated with Mike and Dustin and Lucas, she might not have ever gone to see her mom. Because right. she would have had people. Her mom, played by our friend Amy Mullins, who we are dying amazing. to get on our podcast. Yes. And we love Amy. Amy's an incredible person. I've met Amy, like, really, babysat me when I was a kid. Like, Yeah, like, a wonderful actress. She's beautiful. She's so strong. We're going to make this happen. Check we just out her TED Talk, don't know too. How. Oh, yeah, like, she did a TED Talk. She's incredible. 
Um, and I loved seeing her on the show because she just she was awesome. And it was such I was in such denial when I watched the first season because it wasn't until like halfway through because I think she was in three episodes of the first season mm-hmm. and then until I actually realized it was it was Amy it was Amy Mullins. I was like because I didn't know and then yeah, it was like, I was like wait don't I know is that. Is that Amy? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, wow, they're really bringing in people seeing another sci-fi movie. <gasps> it's my friend's sister. <laughs> no, but Amy's tremendous, and I'm so glad she got to be in the show. And congratulations, she, she just got married, too. Yeah, congratulations, Amy, and has a beautiful new home and and a nephew. Yeah. Who's incredible. We're going to get Amy on the show at some point, we just don't know when. Someday, but anyway, in the meantime, we love her. And um, she, I thought she did a great job in this season, and I feel like Eleven wouldn't have been incentivized to go find her mother and her sister if if she hadn't been so isolated. Like, she needed some time to figure out a little bit more about herself so that she could come back. And also, like, she was checking in on Mike all the time, so she knew he was okay, but that he missed her. But and he didn't him. know that. He didn't. He contacted that her scene, every single scene, day! Oh my god, when he was like, but I tried to call you and she was like 356 times or whatever it was and he was like but and she was like i heard you every time i was like crying i was like oh my god these kids we watched so much of the first season together and we didn't watch the second season together at all so because i watched the second season in two nights so did i no no i didn't (laughs) because i went to go see guar which is amazing um, yeah. that's why I didn't watch it in one week and I, and I, I missed a day. I was day. away visiting my person. So I watched it over three gorgeous days. Gorgeous and angelic nephew. And then I came home and watched it on Halloween night and then the next night. <laughs> you also work from home, but you probably didn't watch that during work hours. No, so. I didn't. Cause no. I can't pay, I don't, I can't watch TV when I work because I have to break contracts. So I have to mm-hmm. be like super. Yeah. I hear you. So I missed stuff. I did. So I, I had, like, sci-fi on, because I don't care, because I already saw the right. movies that they were playing, so I was like, whatever. That's how I mean, I work from home, I like so I, that's, that's what I, yeah. yeah, that's what I do, I'm too. Like, no, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I've seen all the Annabelles, okay. Or Chucky, <laughs> or whatever the heck was on. Chucky. There wasn't Chucky on sci-fi, was there? Mm, yeah. During the day? There was a new mm-hmm. Chucky movie that came there out. There is a new Chucky on, movie that came out. On TV. It was yeah. The Cult of Chucky. Yes, there was. It was actually yes. pretty cool. And the what? daughter of Brad Dorif plays the lead character, Tomika. Or Interesting. Tomika. Yeah, you could totally see his face in her face. Oh, okay. And then he actually, I didn't realize this because I forgot, but he played the police chief in the reboots of Halloween that Rob Zombie did. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Chucky, Brad Dorif. Interesting. Anyway, I was even confused with Brad Dorif, who I think is like a heroin addict somewhere. But Brad Dorif is not. Dorif, no. He is Chucky. Back to Stranger Things, though. We got a little bit of a tie right here. So, Sorry. splitting the group Chucky. up, though, uh, <laughs> I will not be watching the new Chucky movie. I gave up. After Brighter Chucky, I was like, no. Nope. Chucky is fun. <laughs> if you're interested more on Chucky, we did a podcast about horror movie icons about two weeks ago, maybe. And I, at the same time, I hear the same thing, same disgust in my voice. I'm like, yeah, and there's Chucky. Hey. I think Chucky's fun. I think because I would have been of age. I mean, I didn't have like dolls like that, but I would have been of age. We like, were both of age to have like. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy and me. Thanks for singing. That was the toy that was out. I know. That was based Chucky. I remember. Based on yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Chucky. there was my sister. No, kid sister. Kid sister. Kid sister. Kid yeah. sister and me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My kid sister never wore braids, ponytails, and overalls. 
So let's talk about more about splitting the group up here. Oh, sounds like a hard edit right there. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so splitting the group up, right? So, um, we we talked. uh, So in the first season, there was a point where Lucas got mad at the and kind of like ditched everybody else for a little bit. We, I'm glad Will really wasn't in the upside down. Yes, exactly. That Will was dead. So I'm glad that didn't happen this year. Can I just talk about how much I love Lucas's little sister? (laughs) She everyone does outstanding. It's a blaze, except for one article I read, which we could have put her in the first part of this. Brat, but I loved her. (laughs) You know, I've read articles about people said she was she was pointless character. Those people no, voted for Donald you? Trump. Yeah, they did. They did. I loved seeing Lucas's family, and his sister was hilarious. She was such a little beast. Oh my god, I loved her. <laughs> she was awesome. And she was like, Nerd. yeah, <laughs> awesome, like eighties, like so great. And also seeing um, Dustin's mom, who's like this lonely chubby cat lady like that was so cool i wanted to see their family but we saw we her saw in season one a little bit but mostly she's saw, more like, crabby she was more mobile this season you saw like joyce and you saw mike's parents yeah so, like this like you got to see a little bit where you never saw lucas's parents i think i think the duffer brothers got that because they made fun of it on saturday night live remember when they did that with um i love this oh it was so great it was uh oh, i said i even said to Ange when we were Keenan watching it when and, we started um, season when we started Stranger Things season two, yeah. I said to Angel, I'm like the show Lucas Parents. I was like, I just want to be uh, Leslie Jones and Keenan, like in one scene to show to show them to show Leslie yeah. Jones and Keenan, and just instead his dad was like this awesome dude that was like, I know. your mother is never wrong. Yeah, you do not fight with your mother. I know. And the mother was like, I love mother boy, and then his yeah. sister was like, nerd. nerd. <laughs> that was great. It was great. That was fun. So I'm glad they didn't split the group up there. But, um, you know, I, I can understand, you know, Eleven being apart. They added Max in. Max was not a new Eleven. Max is a great no, addition. No, she's Moving just a forward character. to season three, I have a feeling like the six are going to be the group. You know? Yeah, maybe they'll even get an extra person so they can be lucky seven like an it. Let's, you know what? Let, let's take, a, let's take um, a break real quick from these four the four main gripes we found online, and talk about something else. It was something, I, and this is something you and I, I meant to discuss with you earlier, and I didn't, so it was going to be completely impromptu on Christmas part. And it's something I like to call the hangover effect. Okay? In Hangover 1, the guy was on the roof the whole time. Spoiler alert! Oh my god. If you haven't seen that first hangover, I don't even know how to help you. <laughs> In the second one, he's like, I'll stay behind mm-hmm. while you guys go off and do this thing. And then the third one, you know, like wasn't involved. And the third at all. one, my dog ate it. <laughs> so I don't really know. I have no idea I've where no he was in the third one. I have no idea. <laughs> I just remember Sometime the. they went to Thailand, and I. No, that's two. Okay. Third yeah. one was back in Vegas, and I just, I just remember the 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 one guy singing that Nine Inch Nails song. It was really weird. That that does sound disturbing. I can't. I don't remember. Okay. I remember I found Sam eating a copy of the DVD. Oh, you literally, know. your dog seriously ate the third one. I'm not one. kidding. He, somehow, he seriously ate it. Yeah, somehow I had a copy of it, and then I found it in pieces on the floor, and I was like, the hangover part, when did I even get this? Dude, like, for realsies? Well, I thought you were like, I... No, I was literally serious. No, listen. <laughs> they didn't ever have to write that character, that guy. I can't even think of his name. I care yeah, so little about these. He never in it, any of it. I was so afraid that would happen with Will in season two. But you know what? I loved how they wrote Will in season two. Yeah. Like, because you knew what... So they... 
you knew at the end of season one that Will was not fully out of the upside down, right? So you knew that that there had was a, part a connection of, still, part of it. still to the and upside then down. You also, had a, you also knew that Hopper left the egos in the woods. Yeah. So he had to have some connection to Eleven, but you didn't know what that would be, and it wasn't. It's not clear in the first few episodes, like. Did he ever meet her? Did they have contact? Until that lovely moment when he comes back into the cabin and he's sort of like, I'm sorry I was late. Like, let me get dinner on. And you hear a little kid's voice and you're like, wait, he doesn't have a kid. Who is that kid? I want to see the kid. And then she has and hair. She, bonk, comes out with her little curly hair. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, he found Eleven. She got the egos. So cool. Then you get the backstory of how she's there. So I was so worried about with Will. The squirrel. Dude, she smacked a bitch in the face with a flaming squirrel. That was metal. <laughs> we have several stories about our hatred of squirrels in the Prison that Dad book series. That was metal. <laughs> but I'm glad the way they wrote Will and making Will kind of the bad guy for a little bit there too. You know, like the like misleading them. He's sending the go- like all those troops to the wrong place. Possessed. Yeah, he was he was possessed. Yeah, he was totally possessed by the Shadow King. I know. I was really worried because well, because I mean the the interesting thing, and I kind of like this when they do this in shows and in books, is like when the audience sees that like the evil thing went into Will, but his family doesn't know that's what happened. Yeah. They just see him in the field, like sort of geeking out and they feel like they got him out of it but we know on our side of the screen that like no like there's something really bad I said this to you earlier I was like I was like yeah turn the heat on what are you doing why is the door open I was like why are you letting him cool down but then you know I didn't think about I didn't put myself in Joyce's perspective yeah like she didn't see that happen yes exactly we knew that something evil was in him she was just looking at it from her perspective of being his mom I was screaming I was like that's a bad yeah, like, she's seen... Probably because I said the same thing to my son, like, an hour before. <laughs> and Logan was just a little dirty. He didn't have an evil soul trapped inside of him that I'm aware of. Have you met any know. four-year-old ever? <laughs> Several. And most of them do have an evil soul trapped somewhere inside of them. All right, all right, all right. Let's, uh... I didn't mean to sound like that. Actor that I hate when I said that. All right, let's move on to talk about uh, gripes three and four. Which which one? They're the middle ones here on the list. Which one are we talk about? We talk about this one here. Gripe this one. Yeah, sure. They, okay, so um, and I've seen this across this on three of like the. I went to like ten different articles about people had gripes about this. I saw this on um, more than th- more than three. I think six different ones. They claim that the show had a slow start. Eh, I feel like. I feel like if you like the characters, it didn't feel slow at all to me. And I like, was so amped to see my friends again. It, my 80s friends. Like, I was my so amped buddies. that like I was like all about seeing them again. I just wanted them to be okay. I wanted to see what they were up to. Like, see how their lives were going. What was important to them. How the they shared were gripe on, on the, you know, I completely forget the number of, of, of sites that said this now. But the shared gripe was that the show didn't start until Hopper fell into the tunnel. Here's my issue with To me, how the show people... started when Will saw the Shadow King for the first time. Anyway, go. Well, yeah, I mean... The arcade the want, first episode. You want to be, like, pulled into, like, the scary parts of the show. Yeah. So, like, yeah, to me, when, when you saw that Will was still struggling with not being fully on the side, and he went outside of the house, and it was like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, he's still connected to something that's dark. But everybody still was. 
You know, like, Mike isn't healed. He misses Eleven. He's still trying to reach out to her. His sister is still heartbroken over Barb and is fighting with her goofy boyfriend because he's, like, let it go, and she hasn't. She's still trying to figure let out, it go. can I go have dinner with her mom and dad? Because they had a loss, and I have a loss. I lost a friend, and I know what happened, and it was crazy and messed up. Joyce is still not 100% okay. Like, she knows How is Joyce okay enough to even go date anyone for, you know, to believe Bob, anything anyway? I think Bob liked her so much that he kind of integrated himself. Oh, and then she mind. was, like, so kind of scared and lost. Like, she really cares for him. But if he wouldn't have been all in, it wouldn't have happened. But so she was. I look at it as, like, a play. You have your opening act. And that could be the first four episodes. And I have to say that I feel like a lot of people now are so impatient because everything is on the internet and you can get it so fast and you don't have to think anymore. And that's really lame, people. Hey, you know what? A coworker and I were talking about, I sent her an article and it was, because we're both kind of introverts, and I sent her an article about, about introverts and she was like, like all like huff and puffing because she read all it wasn't an article. It was like um, one of those like bored panda things where like a bunch of screenshots and they're all from Reddit. She's like, ugh. She's like, these are funny, but I read these all on Reddit this week. And then like you know, people need to stop making money off of Reddit. They should just go to Reddit and all this. Like I'm just like, whoa, honey, slow down, <laughs> calm down. Some of us don't have time to go to Reddit. Some of us. I mean, here's the thing: you have people that like literally at this point in the world have no life because there's an internet that they can spend their whole time browsing on. I'm not judging on those people. Like, okay, fine, if that's how you choose to spend your time. But, like, most people have other things going on, other jobs or families or pets or whatever, so we're not constantly glued on to, like, every single thing that happens on the internet. And plus, like, stories take time to tell well. You know, it's not always like, here's what happened in the end, and that's what you should get to. But, like, everybody's so impatient. You know what's funny about that is, I, I can think of watching, I watched, um, I went to my friend Janine, Kim and Janine's house. And uh, Kim and Janine and Gino, and Gino was my roommate the year before. When I was in grad school, I went over to their house, and we were just like, they had a party, and, like, Lost was on. And I'm, like, watching this, and I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, what, or, like, what show is this? And Gino kept walking into the room, and he kept saying, like, oh, did they show what this monster is yet? This is the pilot. He's like, did they show what it is yet? I'm like, no, I didn't show what that is yet. I'm like, don't you know how sci-fi shows work? I'm like, yeah, I can find what this is until, like, season two. Yeah, it's a story. It's supposed to tell you a story, so it starts out, there's an introduction, you get back, introduced to the characters. Did we go 20 prison dad stories before you learn who Les's dad is? 20! Right, like, you... Like, 21, 21. If it's a good story, they're not going to tell you everything up front. Like, if you liked Star Wars, you don't find out who Luke's dad is until the second Wait, who is it? Like, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) George Lucas has been waiting forever to tell people. No! (laughs) So your slow start can go fuck yourself, really. Like... No, For realsies. yeah. I mean, I think you people need to, like, get you a people. damn clue. Who whoever, calling you people? Whoever's angry will certainly not be stunned. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anybody that feels like this had a slow start needs to slow down their own life and appreciate stories. Because oh, everything sweet. is not 
goddamn headline about Arnold Schwarzenegger boning his maid. Like, <laughs> slow the F down. Or a double president. Read a story and understand what's going on with it instead of just jumping to the ridiculous conclusions and getting Ooh, boner off. The interrupting chicken. Do you know the interrupting chicken? Is that what we call the president now? Because I think that would be an appropriate name no, for him. No, he's a an asshat. No. <laughs> he's a douche nozzle. No, that's not even good. Love the interrupting a chicken. A dildo smack. <laughs> as effectual and intelligent as a smack in the butt by a dildo. Yep, that's how I feel about him. The interrupting chicken is um, a children's story that I read to my son. Um, and actually, um, on the 21st of this month, I'm actually going to be reading it to his school. Oh, cute! Um, and the story is about uh, a little chicken is going to sleep and wants the dad to read read her a story. Aww. And it's like and then it's like classic royalty free like fairy tale. So it's like Hansel and Gretel. And the dad reads the first page of the book and then it comes the second page, the chicken interrupts and tells the end of the story. And then it says the end. <laughs> and then it's Little Red Riding Hood. And then it's um uh Chicken Little. And then at the end the the interrupting chicken has to read a story to the dad, and the dad falls asleep because the dad just wants the chicken to go to sleep. So, more is, is it's all about you know like why why interrupt stories. So I think that a lot of the these you know like these these people that are having gripes with this, it's either two things: one, yeah, they want exactly what you said, or two, it's clickbait, and we clicked it to see ads. These people don't actually have gripes with it. Is make an article where you have a gripe about Stranger Things too. Just so people will click it. And then they'll say, like, oh, I got a lot of attention, but I didn't have anything intelligent to say. This Let's is why journalism our... is going down the tubes right now, and it makes me really sad. Fox News is shit. Alright, so, um, let's talk about our the fourth gripe that we found online, which is the Eleven episode. Well, I don't understand why people are mad that there was an episode just about Eleven. That's really lame. Because I don't need women telling me what to do in my Republican country. I don't need to know women have lives. Donald Trump, I don't need women to talk to me. They're there to be dispensers for my jism. Where's my pie? <laughs> Get me a pie. Yeah, I like making women feel like that. Make me a pie. Yeah, because yeah. I have a penis. It's really great. Nope. Nope. Hashtag right. nope. So, Listen, ele- Wonder 11- Woman was awesome. Eleven is awesome. Shut your stupid gobs and get the F over it. <laughs> she deserves to have her own storyline for one episode because she was out of the first three. So she gets one to herself. Yippity-doo. I'm sorry if it put your panties in a bunch, bitches, but nobody cares. So it was great seeing Eleven, you know, be, like, go off on her own. You know, do what she needed to do. Go see her mom. Go find number eight, you know, out in uh, Chicago. I kept saying, when we were talking earlier, I kept saying Pittsburgh, but it wasn't Pittsburgh, it was Chicago. It was Pittsburgh in the beginning, but it's Chicago. larger about what they did to so many kids, not just what they did to her life. Ooh, can I share my theory? Sure. The one that you and Andrew were both like, that's a theory, Jeff. (laughs) So on Eleven's arm, the tattoo is 0011. Or zero eleven, no. Seven eleven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, no, because it's zero zero eight. Zero zero, zero, zero one three, one. There were three zeros eight, and there were two zeros and eleven. Yeah. So what? It, my theory was, you know, like, and I, not really a theory, just like an idea. Like, 
What if it's upside down? What if it's 8,100? When I said this to Ange and Kristen, they both were like, sure, okay. There you go, Jeff. Jeff, that's okay, Jeff. Good job, Jeff. Here's a treat, Jeff. Here you go. Go back and play some video games, Jeff. Come on. Nobody cares, Jeff. Nobody said that. No, I only just think it was a small facility, so I don't think they could have had that many kids at that facility. But I certainly think there's probably more than 11. I think there... I don't know how many there were. Obviously, like, okay, so they... If you think about it, they started with three numbers, right? So the anticipation was that they yeah. would get up to... Four numbers. Wasn't it 0011? I don't know. Here, I thought it was 008 and... Maybe 0011, but it was 008, I'm pretty sure. So, But anyway, when you do that, you have an anticipation that there could be in the hundreds, right? Cause, because, like, when I'm doing records at work, when I start putting them together, I'm like, wait a minute, it ha- I have to anticipate that they'd be, there could be tens of thousands. I'm not just looking that there would be ten. So you you got to add the first digit potentials. So they So they could have absolutely been planning... For um, for more. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, I don't. You're I, totally I don't think correct. they were ever just planning on ending at ten. Like they were gonna go into the hundreds at least, right? Because otherwise, you you would have started the number series lower down. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. And you know what? I cannot find a picture online at the moment, so we're just. And going who to... knows if that's? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's probably not the only facility they were doing that at, but it was. Certainly, one where they attracted very talented um, telepaths. Oh yeah! So, and did you know terrible things to them? There it is. Oh, it's so just, it was, oh, eleven. Yeah, so it was it was so anticipated be, there would be in the hundreds, though. Yeah, at least exactly. So that's creepy in and of itself. What? Because that's hundreds of kids that they. Ooh, could be look at the look at the. Oh, that totally shoots down my my theory, though. Look at that. Because the way the the top of the one is, it's not eight hundred or one hundred and ten. It's totally eight and eleven. <sighs> yeah, that's an idea. Maybe but I mean, should we cut this whole part out? No, because I think it's important to note that they made it three digits from the beginning, so they were anticipating hundreds of kids going through this. I mean, you don't set up a number sequence with a zero in the first place if you're not planning on having hundreds of kids go through this. That's really screwed up and evil. It was a big building. You know. Right. And someone online was saying that, like, it's the same building that they showed Hooper in, Hopper in when his daughter died. And so they were saying, like, was it yeah. just supposed to look the same as the hospital he was in? Or was his daughter also connected to this, really? I saw that, I don't too. Know, that's kind of interesting. And that that's a good theory. And I think that'll come out later. But anyway, at the end of the day... The Duffer Brothers wrote an awesome story that is really scary and intense and fascinating and has really cool multi-layered characters. Not to mention just exciting. the references to the 80s stuff that made our childhood so great. Yeah, it's fun, it's exciting, it's heartbreaking, it's scary, it's sad, it's uplifting, and it's so much fun. Yeah. I just, it was so awesome. The whole thing. I wouldn't watch again. You almost started, did you? Not yet. You talked about it. I probably will. Because, look, there's other stuff on TV, but I'd rather watch Stranger Things because I just love those kids. I love them and I want 
them That's to right, cause I wanted to do fall fall TV report card like we did last year, but you've only watched American Horror Story and Stranger Things. I've watched all the other shows, so it's not fair to do a podcast this, where I'm just talking I the whole time. I don't home from work until 8.30 at night, so I have a very limited window of time in which to watch shows, and then I have to spend my weekend cleaning this mansion that I call my home. So... And cooking my food for the week, you know, it's very hard. I'm, I'm all things in one. I'm every woman, and I have to do that every day. You just so. have to entertain me for like a couple hours on the I weekend do. too. Hello, I'm to here, and you came to my house last night too. All right. So anyway, life is short. In conclusion of everything. We would like to say that we loved Stranger Things too. Loved it. If you've reached forty-five minutes, loved it. In the formation. <laughs> forty-five minutes in this podcast. If you got this far, you're either one of our friends, <laughs> or you feel the same way we do. And if you don't, give it another chance and stop being such a crabby. Yeah. Ass. Stop it's voting your for Trump. Problem. Like, read a book, man. <laughs> Books are slow. Yeah, You'll man. get it. They're good though. Like it really. Everything about growing up in the 80s, everything, uh, there were so many things that I just absolutely loved about this episode. And then I want to add that the Legends of Tomorrow episode that was on last week, which was totally along the same lines of Stranger Things, um, finding uh, a a monster in Ray Palmer's childhood uh, bedroom, being, uh, I don't know, there's so many E.T. and so many 80s references and the whole thing was just amazing. Uh, So, I don't know. I'm a kid of the 80s. That's what I am. Me too. There's a great Set Your Goals song about uh, growing up in the 80s, and you should listen to that too. Fun times in the 80s with mullets and muscle cars. and Black Thunder. You know, uh, great music that was fun to listen to. Here I go again on my own. Punk music. Hey, Whitesnake, I listened to that with my nephew, and he loved it. Yeah. That kid is 15 months old, and he loved some white snakes. My so. kid loves Slayer, and he's four. Yeah. So I'm talking about... Middle. blood. Anyways, next week we'll be here talking about... Oh, Ragnarok! Oh, yeah! So I'm gonna Ragnarok and roll. I'm so amped to see some Thor, So we're gonna buddies. see some Thor. We'd reveal it this week, but... I'm this sure some of important. you crabs will be out there crabbing about how Thor wasn't good enough for you. Actually, you know what? Neither's your mom, bitch. Get over it. Actually, their mom was great for me last night. Oh! Yeah, you left kind of early. <laughs> Daddy has needs. Ah, no, don't see Daddy. You hate that? It's so scary. So next week we're reviewing Ragnarok, and then the week after that, it's our. 100th podcast! 100th podcast! We have some exciting special guests! Yes, we're, we're playing a game cool with things. a bunch of our friends. Uh, we have half of it done already as we speak. Working we on some might more. might even get another section of it done tonight, depending on a friend of ours. Um, but, but we're excited. We have some cool friends who are doing some awesome things, and you know we want to be pumped for them too, and we're also pumped to just continue doing what we're doing. Which is writing really fun books that make people laugh, and they make people laugh all the time. And our fun podcast, which encourages people to watch some cool stuff they might have missed out on, or really enjoy things that they should have enjoyed if they didn't have their heads up their butts. <laughs> so, <laughs> put your hand up in the air. <laughs> Boom! Until next week, may the force be with you. And also with you.